a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning. KSL News Time is 8.30. Tim has the day off. KSL's top story this hour is a developing one. Fire investigators this morning will try to find out what led to a house explosion in Cache County. One person is dead and two others are in critical condition. KSL News Radio's Hugo Rickard Bell joins us live from the scene. Hugo? Amanda, I can tell you that the fire marshals have just arrived. They're getting into their forensic gear and they're getting ready to look through and find out what caused this huge blast. I've just spoken to another neighbour just then and it's fair to say uh, the community are going to be hurting after this one, after the death of one of the the residents of the house. Uh, When we find out from the fire marshal what the outcome is, we'll update you as soon as possible. Reporting live from the scene, Hugo Carbell, KSL News Radio. One man died and another was injured yesterday in an avalanche in Summit County. KSL News Radio's Dan Baumas reports this was the first avalanche fatality in Utah this year. This happened in a backcountry area of Weber Canyon near the town of Oakley. KSL-TV reports Summit County authorities responded with their emergency medical team as well as medical helicopters. The man who survived the avalanche was taken to a hospital where he's expected to recover. The Utah Avalanche Center says there's been a total of 490 avalanches across the state so far this year. Dan Bomas, KSL News Radio. The heavy snow in Cache County has led to multiple roof collapses. KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson. Multiple roof collapses have happened due to the enormous amount of snow that is piled up there, including in Hiram, where a roof on a trailer was found sagging three inches due to large piles of snow. Nearby resident Jose Orozco says his dad's been up on the roof of their trailer, shoveling lots of snow despite just reconfiguring that roof so such pileups wouldn't occur. We've gone up on the roof before, but um, recently, this past year, we uh, built it like a V-shape, so that way the snow, when it melted, it just come off instead. But we still had to get up there here and there just to take it off. And the roof over the pool at the Wellsville Recovery Center also collapsed. 30 individuals were evacuated safely from the injury. Wellsville still has about five feet of snow on the ground. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. In the town of Brighton, it isn't roofs collapsing from the snow, but snow sliding off of those roofs that's causing problems. KSL TV's Matt Rascone explains. Weird things start happen when you get this much snow. Winter storms and freezing temperatures have kept the snow piling up this year. Dan Knoop is the mayor of Brighton, the owner of Silver Fork Lodge, and a snowplow driver. He got a call to clear a road after a roof avalanche. A warmer storm is expected to bring rain above 8,000 feet this weekend, and avalanche forecasters warn roof avalanches will be a significant hazard. A spokesperson for the Avalanche Center says snow sliding off a roof could, could, could potentially bury a person. A portion of roadway in American Fork Canyon is closed today while crews do avalanche control work. State Route 144, which connects drivers on the Alpine Loop to Tibble Fork Reservoir, is not scheduled to reopen until early Saturday morning.
Water projects around the state are getting a hand up from the state legislature. $50 million in funding is going to spruce up outdated aqueducts that are vulnerable to earthquake damage. The Desert News reports these aqueducts in Davis, Salt Lake, and Utah counties serve more than 2 million residents. Lawmakers also gave millions of dollars to boost cloud seeding technology, which had a pretty modest budget before this investment. Southern Utah is also getting millions of dollars in loans for water reusing projects. That is KSL News Radio's Kate Davis reporting. First look traffic now takes us back to you, Andy. Amanda, it's been about as good a drive as you can have. We started out with wet roads, but that never really materialized into a lot of crashes and uh, haven't really had any on the freeways this morning. Uh, So far, it looks uh, pretty nice into the canyons now, much better than earlier. Although Big and Little Cottonwood Canyons are both open, they do require chains or four-wheel drives this morning. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. A stronger-than-expected jobs report. The U.S. added 311,000 jobs in February. Zions Bank Senior Economist Robert Spenlove says this report is good news and bad news. We're in this bizarre world where bad news is good news and good news is bad news. Uh, this number is still too strong. It's going to continue to keep the pressure on the Fed. And so in that sense, uh, unfortunately, it's another sign that the economy continues uh, to grow too strongly for the Fed's comfort. Spenlove says the national labor shortage is still really severe, which is another factor making it harder to slow down the economy. California Governor Gavin Newsom is asking for a presidential declaration of emergency as his state is getting hit with a series of severe storms. The atmospheric river hitting California will move east into the weekend, threatening the Rockies, increasing the avalanche danger. In Utah, authorities say one person was killed and another injured in an avalanche yesterday. It comes as forecasters track a different storm system, bringing more than six inches of snow to the Chicago area, moving through Detroit and Cleveland today and into the northeast tonight. ABC's Andrew Dimber reporting. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is being treated for a concussion and is still hospitalized after a fall this week. ABC News senior congressional correspondent Rachel Scott says any absence in a closed, close, uh, closely divided Senate is going to have an impact. Right now you have Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell in the hospital. You have Senator Dianne Feinstein, a Democrat. She's recovering from shingles out in California. And then you have Democratic Senator John Fetterman. He is still being treated for clinical depression. So right now, the Senate is evenly divided. There are no other absences, and the vice president would have to cast a tie-breaking vote if necessary. McConnell uh, fell while in Washington, D.C. at a hotel dinner uh, dinner party. Let's get a look uh, at your traffic in just a moment. It's been largely crash-free this morning. We've had a good Friday, although rain and wind. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.